I am Plant on the Line in Vancouver, British Columbia at thecommentary.ca. Starting tonight at the Fire Hall Arts Centre is a production of Paddle Song. It's a show by Dinah Christie and Tom Hill that stars Sherry Markle as the Mohawk poet Pauline Johnson. It's a one-woman musical that depicts the poet and performer of the late 19th century who challenged the stereotypes of women and Native peoples within her work. She toured across Canada, the United States, and Great Britain during the late 1800s and early part of the 20th century to great acclaim, emerging as a powerful female voice in a male-dominated literary world. I'll ask Ms. Maracle, who joined me this past weekend in the middle of rehearsals for the show, to talk about this new production, what Pauline Johnson's legacy is and why she should be known. Sherry Markle is uh, the acclaimed award-winning actress and musician. Uh, she studied theater at Capilano University and the Spirit Song Native Indian Theatre School. She made her debut at the Firehall Art Centre. Since then, her credits include Blackstone, Degrassi, Murdoch Mysteries, Dead Man's Gun, Moccasin Flats, and Blackfly, among many others. She's received many awards and great acclaim for pre- previous productions of Paddle Song and has performed it throughout Canada and abroad. This production at the Fire Hall runs from tonight until the 21st of November. Visit firehallartcenter.ca for tickets and information. A recording of this production will be available for viewing at a later date. Please uh, welcome to the Plant on the Line program, Sherry Miracle. Ms. Miracle, good morning. Good morning. Thanks for joining us. No problem. Um, how long have you been uh, associated with Paddle Song? Well, let's see. The first rendition was around 2010. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been through a ton of workshops, thanks to the Canada Arts Council and OAC. Um, and we kept uh, clipping and cutting, and uh, it's a tidy 56 minutes now. Uh-huh. Um, it's been all over the place. At first, we started touring around Ontario, um, and just small towns, and, and uh, had a showing at the Wasaga Tech Festival in Toronto. Um, and then uh, over time, I took it to, I guess it had its world premiere at the um, One Yellow Rabbit High Performance Rodeo in 2016. Mm-hmm. And I got a Best Solo Performance nomination, which was awesome. Um, uh, we've also taken it to Norway, to the Redo Redo Festival there for the Sami people, uh-huh. um, and for other artists there at the festival. And uh, I've taken excerpts of it to India, New Delhi, and performed with uh, with students there, and it was it was amazing, actually. Yeah, and it it, yeah. it, it just sounds like it'll be amazing when, when it plays the fire hall, because Johnson has had a, a, a special relationship to Vancouver. Pardon me. Johnson has had a, a, a special relationship here in Vancouver to to Vancouver. Yeah, she really did. You know, um, she she of course uh, passed away here at fifty two mm-hmm. uh, in nineteen thirteen, and. Um, we're just trying to find a quiet space here in the theater. Uh, and she um, was very good friends with uh, Joe Capilano and his mm. wife, Mary Agnes. Mm-hmm. Um, they had met when she was over in England, and she primarily went to England to uh, perform, tour, and, of course, get published, because that's the only place you could get published back then. Yeah, yeah. Um, she met Joe Capilano and uh, four other West Coast chiefs out there when she was touring, and they asked her to come and explain to the chiefs that uh, King Edward VII wasn't going to be around for another month, and could they wait so that they could have a talk? So she's had a long relationship with him. Um, she loved Stanley Park in her latter years. She would uh, walk Stanley Park each day. Yeah. And uh, she eventually passed away here um, among friends in a house in the East End of uh, Pleurisy. Yeah. And, and um, she's buried here, isn't she? 
Yeah, her ashes are scattered at uh, Siwash Rock. So I they, see. I think yeah. they put that there, if I'm not mistaken, about 20 years after she passed away. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so um, how do we see Pauline Johnson in Paddle Song? What part of her life is depicted? Oh, geez. We start uh, when she's a spirit, and she's come back to reenact her life, and we start when she's a little girl at Chiefswood and follow her right to the bitter end. Really, yeah. yeah and, and the what, highlights and everything. Yeah, and she's such an important figure in this country, and, and um, I, I'm wondering why she, she isn't better known, say. Um, well, I'm not sure about that. Um, uh-huh. I mean, we, we certainly didn't have the uh, media uh, coverage that we have these days. I mean, she, you know, there was no online presence back then, of course. Uh, there was no internet. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm not sure that, uh, I mean, she was a woman. She was a woman, uh, an indigenous woman back then in a older white man's club. And she broke in and she made waves and she was just a spectacular, enigmatic performer. Um, but uh, I, I can't speak to that. I know that she was, I mean, for her art form, she was very well known. But um, over time, these things fade, of course, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. But I know that she, she was a household name back in her day. Yeah. And I, you know, I'm a I'm a history uh, fan of Vancouver, and uh, you know, okay. I, I read these these these, uh, these books about Vancouver over the years, over the last hundred mm-hmm. years, and yeah. um, she's always cited in in terms of her own work, and and um, and and so I've always wondered more about her, and I guess we'll get to know yeah. more about her in Paddle Song. Oh, you certainly were. You will, and uh, I just every time I come to the show, and it's, I usually do the show, you know, at least once every two years. Uh-huh. So it's it's not that it's toured extensively by any means, but it is always uh, just an incredible experience to slip back into this role again and bring all that I've learned as an artist and as an actress uh, back to it again. And um, the poetry is always richer; it's always deeper. But this particular remount is so special to me. I'm working with a fabulous, brilliant director named Columba Bob, and she uh, is, was uh, and is a Pauline Johnson fan from, from a little girl, because mm-hmm. her mother is Lee Miracle, and so she was turned on to poetry from way young, and uh, she grew up with uh, a reverence and respect for Pauline, and she's really awakened my senses to a deeper understanding of the struggle that Pauline went through as an Indigenous and uh, mixed-blood woman way back when. I mean, I just have much respect for Pauline, more than I ever have. Yeah. And I think this story is really pertinent right now, particularly for what we are in, in uh, experiencing now with residential school and with the findings of the dead children that, that were killed at residential school or passed away at residential school. Yeah. And yeah. our people right now, I think, really need this resilient and hopeful story it's very important right now for us. Yeah. So when when you revisit her, as you do, mm-hmm. um, it, 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 the, the 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 person takes on a different meaning each time. I would assume. Um, she does. Yep. And, and so when you when you talk about it, this time being particularly special, um, I, I, I would assume that it's it's sort of like riding a bike that it, it's easy to get into again. But when it does feel different, as it does. Um, that must be very special in terms of, say, understanding a role and, and, and portraying that night after night to an audience. Oh, it's amazing. I mean, I just, um, oh, where do I start? <laughs> the show is, is charming, and as she was, she was uh, an amazing orator, and just 
to to do something like the cattle thief, which is a very political poem, mm-hmm. especially for you know late 1800s, early 1900s. I mean, she did it at the Chautauqua cir- circuit, amongst the uh, the freak shows, the freaks, oh, and yeah. uh, way back then. And so that that in itself is wild. She just was so strong and brave and way ahead of her time. And for myself to to slip into that bravery and and to become her is such a gift as an artist and I just I, I enjoy it every time it's richer each time as I've stated and I I have the utmost respect for her and love for this show and it's, it's a joy to share her poetry because she was just such an on-point artist just so specific and so intelligent you know I was going to ask you uh, Sherry about how, how you would uh, say evoke her voice but I guess when you're reading her poetry that that's not hard to do is it not necessarily. I mean, she had a great uh, respect for her own uh, grandfather, uh, John Smoke Johnson, and he was a well-known orator, which is different than being an actress or a right. performer. Mm-hmm. An orator, um, you know, they they invoke the the spirit of what they're saying, and it's, it's sort of a slightly different thing than being an actor. And for myself, I mean, I wish I knew what she sounded like. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that she had a very aristocratic air about her, so... Maybe she had a soft voice, or I, I'm not sure. Uh, myself, I'm, I'm Mohawk. I'm very direct. We're very direct people. It's a matriarchal society. I'm, you know, pretty forthright in, in my speech and in my manner. Um, but I know that uh, as an actress, I have to invoke, you know, certain ages as well and adopt um, that she was ailing in her last few years and, and put that into the voice. So it's, it's a character study for sure. Yeah. Well, what do you learn about yourself when you, when, when you perform Johnson as you do? Oh my God, that uh, <laughs> that I have the energy. I mean, I don't know how she did it, well, mm. she, and she did it as well. Like with, so she was sickly her whole life. Like she would miss shows and stuff. Thank God she had a touring partner. But it's um, it's it's a wonderful um, task for me in really imagining what it was like back then, and imagining what it was like for her as a woman, and not just a woman, a mixed blood indigenous woman in a white world performing i mean the ovaries this woman had are amazing i just i <laughs> yeah. i uh have to really resource my own bravery and resource my own resilience because you know night after night it's it's the uh, one hour of me talking and singing yeah. and uh it takes a lot i mean it's, it's very clean living you know drinking tons of water and um really sort of letting my guard down to slip into that world and imagine moment by moment what that must have been like. Yeah. I guess these are conversations that you had with, with uh, the show's creators, Dinah Christie and Tom Hill. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm wondering what you talked about in terms of why they wrote this show or why, why they thought that Johnson would be um, a great material for the stage. Well, uh, Dinah Christie wrote, I think, 25 plays on uh, historical Canadians. I mean, she's known for that work. And Tom Hill is um, a curator and a writer, a poet. Uh, they both had an affinity for poetry, particularly for Pauline Johnson. Uh, Tom Hill is from Six Nations, as I am, as mm. Pauline was. And uh, she's a huge name on our reserve. Much respect, much props to her on our reserve where, where I live, uh, where I lived. And um, I think just the fact that she, there is a lot of curiosity about her. There, she's an enigma of sorts, because look at what she did. But then she also um, did things that were unheard of. Like, I know that she sold wampum belts in Europe. And she just, 
I mean, an actor's got to do or a performer's got to do what they have to yeah, do, and that's yeah. that's a huge cultural no-no. And uh, I know there's a lot of sort of dichotomy surrounding Pauline, and she's a curious figure in history. She she stands out, and not only because uh, she's from Six Nations or an Indigenous woman, but just she just has such intelligence and ferocity on stage. And that in itself is is quite amazing. Yeah. Um, it, I asked you just before we started um, what it must be like being on stage again or, or in a theater working with people again. Um, what, what have these last two years been like for you? Oh, my God. Really, really, really trying. Very, mm. very difficult. Uh, I went through a huge grief period. I'm still grieving. And you have to put it away and work. Uh, that said, I am thrilled to be around people and performing and being challenged as an artist. It's uh, a bit of a tribulation. I mean, I, you know, was in my living room isolating alone with my pets. And um, to go from that slowly, bit by bit, to engaging with people again, it's just been such a 360. And now I'm about to take the stage again, and I'm so excited and nervous. But I think there's um, a generosity and a kindness between human beings right now and a real appreciation for being in the theater or even being out in a restaurant, you know what I mean? Uh Um, I mean, it's going to be odd. There's going to be an entire audience with masks on. And uh, there's a part in the show where I break the fourth wall and I go and pick a gentleman from the crowd and and walk with him along the quote-unquote St. Lawrence River in this beautiful purple light on stage. I can't do that now because Mm. it's COVID, the pandemic still. So I'm going to serenade him where he sits. But uh, it, these little adjustments we have to make, and it's a sign of the times. That said, I am so, so thrilled to be at the Fire Hall. It's where I did my first theater piece as a 19-year-old theater graduate. Really? It's where I will do my last theater piece of my 40s. I turn 54 days after the show closes. So it's uh, really full circle for me. It's, it's like coming back home. I spent so many years in Vancouver, and I've got a lot of dear, dear, dear friends here. So it's... It's a comfort, uh, yeah. but it's also uh, an act of bravery to, you know, take the stage again after two years and to also uh, perform in these times and pretend people aren't wearing masks. <laughs> <laughs> it, it just yeah. sounds like such an exciting uh, time for you and it um, really is. and an important show for us at this time as well. That It, it all comes it, together, it doesn't well. it, you know? It does, you know, and I'm just, I, I am grateful. I am grateful every day, and I've been doing a lot of smudging and a lot of praying to Sanguayat Viso, our creator, mm-hmm. and being very thankful for where I am and what I get to do. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm very happy to, to talk to you today and, and um, break a leg, as, as they say, and, and uh, we'll look forward to seeing Paddle Song. Thank you so much. I really appreciate your time. Paddle Song starts tonight and runs until the 21st of November. Visit firehallartcenter.ca for tickets. Sherry Mark will join me on the line from here in Vancouver. I'm Joseph Plattem.